This is Level Up Success Podcast with Neth and Truth. Hey, how you doing, friends and family? This is the Level Up Success Podcast. And welcome to another episode where we always bring knowledge and power to our listener. So tell me, Nate, how are we going to start this now? How are you guys doing today, man? We're doing awesome, having a great time here. Uh, you know, so we, we have a new guest today. And, you know, we're just going to talk about something new just to, you know, educate our viewers. So um, before we talk about um, what it is that you do, um, why don't you give us your name, your background? Of course. Hi. Hello, everyone. My name is Sherilyn. I am from Passaic, New Jersey. That's where I grew up. I'm currently living in Jersey City. Um, and then my ethnicity, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Nicaraguan, but I was raised full Puerto Rican. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, so um, what is it that, that you do? So I'm a sales manager at a hotel in New Jersey as well. Um, how, did you, how did you get into that? Uh, so actually I got into it because growing up, like in high school, I was always the, the go-to organizer, organizing all the events, all the trips for all my friends and family. So when I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to go to college for, everybody was pointing out like, oh, why don't you go that route? And like, you like it so much, just make it a career. Okay. So I was like, that's true. Like I never really thought about it as a career. So I started doing some research and... It basically told me that I should take the hospitality route. Yes. So I started in community college, graduated from there, and then I went to Montclair State and concentrated in hospitality management. Okay. Okay. And how, how's it been going for you so far? Great. So I started in hospitality with an internship in 2015. Okay. And then I moved on to working in a hotel. Before that, I was in a bank. So I started at the front desk in 2015, and then I moved on to sales. So I've been in the industry for quite some time now. How um how beneficial do you feel it was to to start um you know like a, doing it as a internship? And rather than just going as a, you know, as a job. Very beneficial because you get to see what the culture is like of the industry and see if that's something that you would really like, especially for hospitality. It's a 24-7 business. So if you, you're in it, you really have to be in it and you really have to like it uh, because it could be very demanding. So like... When you say demanding, because of the... Customer you deal with or the type of paperwork that you got to deal with? Like, with the, you know, where you got to deal with the, the main office or how you deal with customers? Because they with people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think what you mean is like, is it is it like management or is it the customers or is it like all bundled up together? Yeah. All of it. Like, so yeah. all of it. So being that it's a 24-7 industry, it could be very demanding in terms of scheduling, depending where you work. So specifically operations, if you work on the operation side, you could have late shifts, you could be working every weekend, working holidays. So that part was a little bit interesting to get into. And then also the customers, because, you know, a lot of customers have that mindset that customers are always right and you yeah. should give them whatever they want. Uh, so depending on your management and what their style is, you need to alter yourself, your responses, and 
how the customer service is. Yeah. No, I, and and I mean, I could relate to that in the sense that you know, like I uh, since I manage uh, stores, you know, it's 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 not only the customers that's challenging because it is a challenge, right? Because you know, it's like. Yeah, it's like you said. You you the customer always uh, right. What you, customers are always right. So you know we gotta <laughs> we gotta clear that out there. Um, but it, it, to to teach someone on how to implement that the customer is right, and also understand like the policies and how to like intertwine them together. That is a challenge within itself. So. Yeah, like I, I, I could, I could relate in that sense, you know, because well, in your case, it's like you know where people are gonna stay for a while. So some people might want to be really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So well, I mean, ha, ha, can you share what's like the most like outrageous um, situation <laughs> with with a customer? Can you share that? <laughs> so, Possible, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so for me, the most challenging was dealing with the customer, right? But I've learned that you need to educate the customer because yeah. they don't really know the policies and the procedures mm-hmm. that you need to go to or go through so that so I specifically sell events, meetings, conferences okay. or room blocks for big groups. Yeah. So they don't really understand how it works for the salespeople to communicate to the operations people mm-hmm. and what's the do's and don'ts yeah. within the hotel. Yes, yes. So for example, a really challenging situation that I had was for a bar mitzvah. Mm. So it was a last minute event. It was like within three weeks and it was right by one of the waves of the pandemic. So it was towards the end of 2021. And so basically the customer wanted everything for nothing. And I'm like, well, that's not how it works. (laughs) And we're also a union hotel, so there's a lot of rules when it comes to operations, having servers, having bartenders, having chef attendants. So, like, you want all these things, but you don't want to pay for them, but you have to. And she, unfortunately, didn't like the answer, like, no. Yeah, of course. So that became a challenging conversation to the point where she was, like, yelling at me, cursing at me on the phone. And I basically had to stop her and say, I'm sorry, but you're not going to talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. And how, I mean, how did that how did that transition end? Like how how like <laughs> did 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 she buy in or So it, it <laughs> actually we bought in because it ended with me going to my director and saying I'm not dealing with this customer anymore. She's very yeah. rude and disrespectful. If you want the business, you're more than happy to take it on and transfer it over to one of our associate directors yeah. who can deal with a more challenging client. Yes. Um, and they did, and the event was successful, but it was it was a headache. Mm. Okay, so the, what did the client end up getting everything they wanted? They ended up getting most of what they wanted, but they also had to give in on their end too. Like they also had to yeah, pay for everything. They had to com- compromise. Yeah, so it was a compromise, which yeah. is always there's always a compromise in sales. Yeah, yeah. So it's the nature of the business. You know, you just deal with some clients who are a little bit less understanding yeah. and less flexible. So it it reminds me of like something that I mean something that I went through is a bit similar. Um, so I I will have customers sometimes come in that they know me like for years, and they you know they come in with uh with a mindset. Well, he knows me, so he's gonna hook me up, 
right? Yep. <laughs> so they'll, they'll, so <laughs> they'll come in. Um, you know, like I'll give them a price. Let Let's just throw out their price. Let's say say a phone. Uh, you can see that it costs about three hundred dollars, and I le- I left it for like two fifty. Let's just say. They'll say, okay, oh, all right, um, well, can you shrink more than that? I'm like, well, I can't, you know, I, I'm trying to do the best I can, and, you know, I knocked off $50. All right, awesome. All right, so just throw in the case, throw in the screen protector, throw in the headphones, and I'm like, yo, I just gave you, like, $50 off. And they want $100 and worth of accessory. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, like, 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 what are we doing? Oh, you you know, like, um, I come here. You know, I came here from, you know, I have people coming in from far. Like, um, I, I have somebody coming in from Pennsylvania. I have people coming in. Um, I actually had a customer come in from 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 Cali once, but they came visiting. Yeah, of course. But one of their agendas was like, I'm gonna get like they lasted like three months without getting a like like thinking about getting a phone, but they decided to come to me. So I'm like, you know, I like I honor that because I know that like when you come to my location, you do walk away with an experience. Like I, I make sure that everybody walks away with experience. But it's like sometimes yo, yo, the customers be I be asking for too much, man. I'm sorry, you guys. If you guys are wanna, you know, <laughs> you ask for too much sometimes, and we gotta like, you know, like you gotta work with me. I work with you, but you gotta work with me. And and you know, like I I when I can, I give you guys deals. When I can't, understand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but but that's the yeah. thing. They don't understand. It's mm-hmm. not like throw it in. It's like no, I'm gonna end up paying for it because you don't want to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's it's sometimes it could become a nuisance and especially. I mean, with me, it's, it's technology. Sometimes a phone, you know, I'll do all of these things for them, and then the phone happens to like you know the speakers blown out or something, you know, because it's a technical issue. Yeah. So now it becomes worse. So it's no. bad where I complain. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bad. Where no, I no, you, no. You can complain. It's okay, but it's, it's like you gotta be you gotta be understanding. I mean, like um. Mm-hmm. Like we go through a lot, and especially like if you ever walk into my store, like there's times that it's flooded, and people are demanding things from me. When you see that I have like ten people waiting, and you come in the front of the line, you know demanding stuff, you know because you know maybe I owed you something for like three days ago, so now you're expecting the service. Like, look, I don't even know what you want right now. Like, I'm dealing with all these people. I don't know what you want right now. Like, I might have an idea, but I don't. I can't pinpoint how I'm gonna solve your issue. So you know, like, um, you know, I, I go through challenging things like that. We understand that you guys are right, but you know, what I'm saying, like, sometimes you know, like, you gotta give you gotta give us a break and and you know and and understand that we go through challenging stuff. So. No, I can't try, e- try to take it easy on yourself, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, <laughs> at least take it easy on me, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm joking. We're joking. Uh, so, yeah, no, um, you know, it's it's a very interesting um, yeah, topic that you bring in because it's not it's something that's not talked about a lot, you mm-hmm. know, about uh, us trying to give customer experience and people giving us a hard time. Uh, so besides um, besides working, like, do you do anything else? Or were you doing anything? So I was also teaching beginner salsa ansu classes in Passaic, where I grew up. Uh, But I stopped that a few weeks ago because I'm in the middle of transitioning to move out of state. So I stopped a few weeks ago so that 
basically I can get my life together yeah, yeah. and set myself up for success over there. Awesome. So yeah, that's that's basically the next topic I wanted to talk about. So I know you, you know, you were raised here, you you know, you're like um accustomed to this habitat and mm-hmm. now you're transitioning to another habitat. You want to talk to us a little bit about that and what ma- what made you decide uh, to do this transition? Yes. So I've actually been wanting to move for a few years. Uh, just because, you know, I feel like I need a change of scenery. Like, I've been here my entire life. I lived in the same house for 28 years. Yeah. And it was like, of course, I love all my people, my friends, everything I've learned, all the challenges, all the lessons that I've gotten from being here. Yeah. But I feel like in order to grow to another level, I need to remove myself from being comfortable mm-hmm. and make myself uncomfortable being comfortable being uncomfortable somewhere else. So I feel like that's the way that I'm going to be able to level up and yeah. grow more and not only with myself and my career and just expand my knowledge yeah. and perspective. Like I feel with traveling, I travel a lot. And with traveling, I feel like I've grown my perspective and been able to be understanding mm-hmm. and knowledgeable and open-minded so i feel like taking that to the next level is moving out of state and i'm moving by myself i'm not going to a familiar place to a familiar workplace like it's gonna be the same hotel brand but i don't know anyone there so it's gonna be very interesting wow i'm excited Okay, because I, I I mean I thought I thought you was gonna come with your catch up line. Is, is it gonna be scary out there? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. No, it's gonna be different. I, I imagine it's gonna be different because like my father bought the house in PA, and it's mad different from here. It's not even for It's like moan by the poco. It's, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more sober. And no, a change could be good. I I, I know a lot of people are scared of change, but change could. Yeah, uh, let me see. You must find something that you wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be good. Exactly. Right? So no, and you said you said the key word. I mean, you you want to be comfortable in a comfortable situation. I mean, that's where people really grow. Exactly. Like yeah. I don't. I try my best not to live within fear. So like, I'm not. Everyone's like, oh, you're not scared to go out there by yourself. Like you don't know anyone. Yes, I have an aunt that's an hour from where I'm gonna be, but. That's still an hour. And, like, I'm not depending on that. Like, I'm very independent. So I feel like if you live in fear, you're never going to meet the levels. You're never going to get to the capacity that you can grow to. Exactly. So it's just go out there, no fears, and do what you got to do. No, it's pretty awesome. Hey. Where um do you mind sharing where it is that you I'll be moving to Atlanta. Okay, okay. Atlanta. ATL. So yeah. I'm <laughs> I've never visited out there. I heard from, um, I know I know somebody who moved over there, but he loved it. So I appreciate sure she's gonna have fun. Yeah, I only hear good things. I mean, I've been there a few times, so okay. I know what it's like. Oh. Um they they call it Hotlanta, so we'll yeah. see. <laughs> we'll find out. I mean mad people is moving there too. Yeah. I mean it's getting I feel like the population is getting big over there. I know mm-hmm. a couple of people have moved. So. Well, a lot of people are just transitioning to different places too because it's like, especially people that live in New York, it's, it's, it's getting tough out here. Yeah, it's it is. The tri-state is no yeah. joke. Yeah. So a lot of people are going down south and that's one of the hot spots. Yeah, okay. And I got lucky with work. Like they're transferring me. So 
Okay. Also, they, did you ask for this or did they offer this to you? Like, how, how did so, that go? So, kind of in between both. Okay. So, our hotel, my current hotel is going through a transition mm. where my parent company is not going to own or manage it anymore. Okay. So, in order for me to stay with the company, I had to transfer to another hotel. Now, with that being said, I could have transferred to a hotel here in New York or another hotel in Jersey, but I was like, why would I do that? I'm going to take advantage and have them relocate me somewhere completely new and just start a new chapter. Okay. How How is the... um? How is the hotel business now? Like, and I mean, there's a specific reason why I ask, but is it is? Do you see it being more? Is there more traffic now than before? Have you seen yes. it declining? It's okay. booming. Yeah. Like it's at the 2019 level mm. of busy. Like it's busy. And uh, is there any specific reason? You know why? Like any? I mean, I feel like people are just ready to meet again. Like after the two years of the pandemic. Yeah. People are tired of being cooped in. They want to get out. They want to travel. They want to get back to like living a normal life. Yeah. No, it makes and sense. Like, well, during the pandemic, I'm starting to interrupt. They, how they affected the, the business? Mm-hmm. Because oh, I think we think about that part. Yeah. We closed the hotel for a whole year. So wow. I was, first I was furloughed in March yeah. 2020. And then I was completely laid off in October 2020. Wow. And I didn't go back until September 2021. Oh, wow. So you was laid off. It actually affected a lot of people then. Yeah, it affected a lot of people. We completely closed for a whole year. and But thankfully, when we got reopened, we were busy from day one. Um, That's good. But when you went back, did you have to start from the bottom or they let you stay on the same type of position? Oh, I actually got... A promotion when I came back. Oh, even better. That's good. Yeah, so I actually got a promotion when I came back. I used to be an event sales manager. That's where I was like selling, detailing, and servicing my events. Um, and now I'm a group sales manager. So I sell it and then pass it on to the event planning manager. Oh, wow. So that's dope. Yeah. So you took a uh, a force break. I'm not going to tell you that, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the uh, force break, you come back with a promotion. So that's great. It's how, great how, to hear. How was that for you, like, at first, when you first got laid off? Were you, like, how, how were you feeling at that precise point in time? So, honestly, the moment that they laid us off, I was happy. Mm. Because I was so stressed at work at the time. Yeah. Like, the, the dynamics of my team, my director, like, everything was very different. And it just wasn't an environment that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really realize that until they were like, okay, well, today's your last day. And I was like, so happy. And everybody was like looking at me like, is she okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm out. Bye. Hey, she, she, yo, she, she had all them savings. Man. Like she, she was ready. Like, well, she was able to collect tools on yeah, 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 So you good. Course, yeah, that, yeah. That as well. Even that. So mm-hmm. that's perfect. And it was, it was really a blessing in disguise. At first, like, I was happy that I was going to have a break from all the chaos at work. But then I was like, oh my God, am I going to have to like, find a new career like what is gonna happen everything was so uncertain and I'm such a planner just yeah but naturally with what I do and how the person that I am so not knowing what was gonna happen or what was to come was driving me crazy so then I decided to go back to volunteering 
which I used to do when I was in college. Um, so I was volunteering twice a week. So it was helping me fulfill being, it was very fulfilling. So that was a huge help. And from there, they asked me to work part-time and manage one of their programs, which was the food distribution programs for families. And then after that, they asked me to be full-time project manager. So I became a full-time project manager for a nonprofit. And then once my job, once the hotel reopened, they started calling me back. And I actually declined them twice. And then they, the third time I was like, you know what? Let me hear them out. They got a new director. They have a new team. So let me just meet the director and see how I feel. Okay. And when I met the director, we instantly clicked. So I was like, let me just try. Because again, working for a nonprofit, it's amazing. It's fulfilling. But you can only go so far. Yeah, it's nonprofit. Yeah. So, and it was a small nonprofit. So there wasn't really a lot of room for me to grow. Yeah. At least not in the moment. So in order to meet other personal goals, I was going to have to step out and do something the, else. The hotel, it wasn't connected to what you was doing with the nonprofit, right? No, okay, not at I all. Wanted to, I wanted to ask, just to get a follow-up question. But the message that I wanted to bring out, I mean, it's probably not the case in this case, but you always want to, um, if you have the time, always do volunteer work because it, that, that kind of brings value. Mm-hmm. Right, it, it it shows it shows you like your character. You know, yeah. you're willing to volunteer for something, uh, and you you give you give more to it when you're volunteering sometimes than when you're actually getting paid. Yes, because when you're getting paid, it feels like you know, like you know, you're just doing it because they're asking you to do it rather than if you're volunteering to something, you actually become better at your craft because you're really you're putting emotion into the the work that you're doing. I mean, exactly, is that, it's your willingness. It's it's what brings you happiness in a completely different way. And yeah. I didn't even know how that happiness felt until I went back to volunteering yeah. and I was like, wow, this is like completely different, mm-hmm. like a whole different realm. Yeah. Um, and even though I was an employee at the end of the day, I was still doing it at, like if I was a volunteer yes. because yeah. I wasn't there for the money. Mm-hmm. I was there to help people. I was there to make sure that families had food to put on their yeah. table every day. So it was yeah. it was a really nice experience. Yeah, and and that and the last thing I want to add to that is like um, when you when you do something out of um like you know you're you're invested in it, it like people see that like if you know like you know if your bosses, director, whoever is watching, they, they're watching this, and this these are the people that get promoted. You know, these are people that 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 excel. You know, and then people that just work to just get the money, they do as least as possible. People see that too. So, you know, I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with that, but it, when you see somebody, you know, getting promoted, you know, understand why they got promoted. You know what I mean? Like, so. Uh, yeah, because they're not just doing it for the money. Like, I mean, it's when you do a job. One of our guests said that don't go into a job just thinking about the money mm. because you're gaining experience. Yeah. And while you were doing the volunteering, you were gaining a different type of experience exactly. in the same business. It showed me a whole different level of patience. Yeah. Like, because the community that I was working with, of course, there was a lot of homeless and a lot of minorities. So, and a lot of the homeless people had like mental health mental illnesses so they would curse at me like i got one time one of them like almost hit me and it's just you just have to not take it personal and understand that they're going through their own difficulties and don't really know how to react to things in a normal way um 
So it just showed me a whole different level of patience and understanding and empathy for people. Of course. All right. So one of the reasons why I asked how's how's the hotel business going is because, um, you know, like there's there's like a big market that's going now, which is the Airbnb. You know, so a lot of people are registering to Airbnb because, you know, it's more affordable, you know, um, you know, and it's it, it gives them a sense of a free more freedom i guess no, if, word, it, or, it, that it feel more like a home i yeah, guess exactly it yeah, doesn't feel it, like it, it, uh, it feels, you staying in a place feel like a home so i was just gonna ask you like do you guys feel that or not it's just it's just busy for you guys anyways either way my property specifically no i think properties that are more focused on extended stay mm-hmm. or like maybe resorts or yeah. things like that um but my property is very heavy with like corporate so like corporate meetings, conferences, yeah. or people coming into their offices from other places. Yeah. So we have a lot of rates that are negotiated okay. with these companies so that their employees can stay with us. And then we do a lot of the meetings and conferences, like I said. So we don't feel, we don't okay, really feel yeah, any yeah, of that. that. Okay, yeah, it doesn't affect you. It just depends in on the, the market yeah, you're in. in. Field, yeah, yeah. You guys, you, you guys never got um uh, like one of those big socials out there, the salsa socials? We haven't had a salsa social. We have had a dance group. It's called um, Dance With Me. They hold their conferences with us a few times a year, which is like they do competition and they do like all types of dance, like ballroom dance and stuff like that. That's That's funny. Last time I went to the... How you call it? One of those water parks, that resort one. I I think I saw that sign that does for me. So Yeah, they're all over. They're all over. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, why? It looks like... um, those dance show, yeah. It look exactly it, like I was surprised. That's why it sounded for me. That's for me. I think I saw it one of the we saw I went to. Yeah. How was your experience watching them? I think you really watched it because <laughs> I was. <laughs> you just, you just saw the sign, like. <laughs> no, I couldn't because I think there were people that already went. It, it, I was walking to the lobby on the basement. Yeah, I saw a door. It met people dancing. I was like, "What they dancing?" I saw a door open. And I think there were, I, I saw people competing. So I was like, oh, I think you know they do that. Because I went to that resort because for the water park. I think you know they were going to do yeah, that type of, of show. That's why I think you saw it. But yeah, I, so it's a big company. I think I know that. Yeah. Well, that's dope. Now oh. I know why they was there. So. <laughs> so let me ask you this. I mean, I just thought about this. Um, Did you experience any, like, uh, any... Uh, Life, life, experiencing events and like in these events, because like, you you get to see what what it is that the event is about. You get to be a part of it, right? In a sense of being there and seeing what the events are about. Is there any anyone that kind of called your attention? Like, oh man, this is awesome. I wouldn't say anyone specifically. Maybe, um. The Red Cross, Mm -hmm. they do blood drives with us. uh, And that could be very fulfilling because at the end, they tell us, like, thanks for your contribution. Like, we were able to save this many lives because we were able to get this much blood from everyone who attended. I think that has been the most fulfilling. Just because mainly I work with, like, corporate seminars and Mm -hmm. trainings and things like that. When I did do more of the social events, that was also also fulfilling because, like, I would used to do weddings and like sweet sixteens or reunions or birthdays, and you just get to see like the excitement and the happiness yeah. at the end. 
Yeah, no, that's why I ask a question because you you do get to experience um uh, things that you know like that. But for some people, it could be you know like a life changer. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I've been part of seminars of you know like uh, of people that you know they change their life, whether it's financially. You know, whether it's spiritually. So, you know, like, you know, that's why I, you get to experience that. That's that's pretty good career if somebody, you know, wants to be able to experience different things. Yeah, definitely. Different events. Yeah, so. it's, it's a very diverse and large industry yeah. where there's so many different aspects to it. Uh, so, I like to you know, ask uh, this question to, you know, most of my guests, right? It's kind of a thing to, like, uh, keep everyone, what's the right word? Uh, just uh, keep them, you know, uh, well, I was, I'm thinking the word humble, but that's not the word I'm trying to look for. I'm, I'm thinking of the word, that's why I was saying nothing yeah. either. But, well, I'll just ask you this question, um, my question to you is like, so I see that you, you know, you're, you're devoted to this. This is what you're gonna do as a career. Um, are you taking? Wait, let me ask you this first. Are you take taking it further, or, or is this where you feel like you know you're comfortable with? Oh or, no, I'm never comfortable. Okay, and that's why I'm moving. Like, yeah, is yeah. to go further. Like, I'm definitely gonna take it further. Um, with this move, I'm staying stagnant in terms of positions. Yeah. But the property that I'm going to is three times the size of what I'm working with mm, now. Okay. So that in itself is going to teach me a whole other level okay. uh, in the hospitality and events and things like that. Okay, okay. But I definitely want to grow into like an associate director or director. I mean, you never know. There's right. there's so many different positions to do. Like I can go out to the corporate level and like train people on things like this or like help manage the global events course, for the yeah. company or even be a general manager at a hotel. Yeah. Like my my associate director, she when I told her I was leaving, she was like, okay, well, you'll be my general manager one day. Oh, so I'll okay. see you. I mean, so the sky like, is the limit. Like yeah. <laughs> you never got a circle. The sky is the limit. I'm glad because we need to let people know like once you make it to one position, go for the next one up. Yeah, yeah why not? You never know you never the potential know. that you can reach unless you try. Exactly. Like you and don't even worry about doing it for anyone else. Just do it for yourself. Of course. Like yeah. you want to grow to levels that you didn't see your parents go to, mm-hmm. your grandparents. And like if you're a big family person, like you have little cousins looking up to you, siblings looking up to you. So like and that's one of the things for me. Like I'm very family oriented. And I hear it from my cousins all the time, like, oh, you're such a good role model. Thank you for, like, teaching us a path to just live life, focus on you, go to school, do what you love to do, travel at the same time, and just, like, have all these different experiences that life has to offer because you never know. Live life. And never settle. To the fullest. Yeah, never settle, too. Don't settle. So where um my my question was gonna be, where do you see yourself like a year from now? Like do you do you have a projection of where you see yourself a year from now? Uh, you know, as far as what you're doing. Mm, specifically, where I see myself a year from now, I don't. I would like to be a senior sales manager next. Okay. I don't know if that would be a year from now. It would just depend on what type of experience. Atlanta offers me. Yeah. 
Um, and who knows, in a year, I can move somewhere else. Yeah. I only have to be in Atlanta for a year and I can just transfer somewhere else. So depends on my experience in Atlanta. If I want to stay there and grow at that property, I can do that and hopefully meet, reach the senior sales position there or transfer somewhere else and do that. Is that for you the senior position back in Jersey? <laughs> what you mm, <laughs> maybe. I mean, never say never. That, that's the thing. I was just wondering. You never know. <laughs> Yo, you got to come back if you want this position. You never know. Maybe I'll get homesick and I'm like, yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. Awesome. Are you are you looking to um pursue like uh teaching uh like uh salsa again or any type of other dance? So everybody keeps asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly don't know. I just want to go out there, check out the scene. I already found two studios. So I'm going to go out there, check out the scene, how the dancing is. I'm sure it's different from New York. Like Yeah, yeah. What compares to the New York salsa scene other than like Italy and major countries like that but i'm gonna go scope it out first and then see okay. see if the opportunity presents itself okay do you have um do you have any like hobbies i mean i know dancing is probably one of them but is there any, any other hobby that you have because we understand that you know like somebody who works hard you know like it, it could drive you insane if you're just not doing it i know you say you go on vacations and i know you dance sometimes but is there any other hobbies that you want to share with the viewers what you have or no like mainly it's just dancing and traveling okay that's what i thrive off yeah. of um but i'm an adventurous person so i always like to try new things whether it's trying new foods new places new, new adventures new podcasts <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time coming out on yeah. a podcast so i was very excited thank you, thank thank you for the you. opportunity um yeah but i always like to try new things so Okay. Yeah, try a new food. Anything yeah. you would recommend? A new food that you ate that you never I ate I mean, before? a lot of people haven't tried Indian food. It's great. So I, I, like, I heard they're spicy, no? It could be, but you could ask for it mild and it won't be spicy. So, like, I like, all, I like to try all types of food. Like I said, never say never. Yeah. Like, don't put it down unless you've tried it. No, that's a good yeah. advice for anything. Not yeah, even for anything. food. Yeah. You you said earlier you're um correct me if I'm wrong, but you're half Nicaragua? Yeah, Nicaragua. so I'm half Nicaraguan and half Puerto Rican. Okay. But I was raised like full Puerto Rican. All right. My question is like mm -hmm. almost, uh, since we in the topic, um, have you tried any dishes from Nicaragua? Like specifics in Nicaragua? No. Okay. Not okay. not no, not really. Okay, now I was gonna. I just gonna just curious to know if there's some dishes I, I might want to try out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was asking about the food. <laughs> yeah, no, not that I can specifically speak on. Hopefully, I'll go there soon and all right, all come right. back all right, let and let know, you know. Let me know. Yeah, you let me know. All right, cool, cool. All right. Um. So, uh, last question would be: Do you have like any mentors? Anybody that you follow? You know, that have you ever gotten coach? Anything in that nature? Honestly, not really. Okay. Um, I kind of had to be like my own mentor. Of course, there's always resources and people that you can reach out to if you have questions or doubts like that. Like in regards to now, in regards to my work, I would definitely consider my current director as a mentor moving yes. forward. Um, she was literally the main reason why I went back to working at the hotel. Yeah. And she's an amazing director. She really cares about us as people. Mm -hmm. Our well-being as well as the business, but she always has us first in mind, which is rare. Yeah. 
it is funny how um sometimes we don't realize who who's mentoring you to you get asked the question right mm-hmm. because um the thing the same thing happened to me um I brought I brought in the you know the person who trained me on how to you know like how you know like uh the business aspect how to manage a business and I didn't realize he was my mentor till I started asking people the question and I'm like dude I have a mentor like, <laughs> let me bring him in you know and talk to him so yeah. you know like it's 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 crazy how we don't realize that we do have mentors. Mm-hmm. We do have people that got us because you don't get to where you get at alone. Even though it may feel like that, you you get influences, you know, from somebody. Whether you saw it on a video, whether you saw a friend, whether you know, like somebody like put you on a path. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying earlier, like people told you to that you should uh, practice this field. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, it's it's we have to value, you know, like uh, the people around us that's that's good you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we have to acknowledge bring out the good in us yes so you know so yeah so with that being said um you know want to thank you for coming in is there sure. anything else uh you is there any message you want to like give the audience before i just want to say always stay true to yourself mm-hmm. um do what's going to make you happy because no one else is going to worry about your happiness or provide you the happiness that you want and deserve yeah like you are so just stay true to yourself, do what's going to make you happy, and just stay humble. All right. So like I said, I want to thank you for taking your time and doing our podcast. And I do appreciate it to, for giving the knowledge and power. And also, if you like what we're doing, please follow us on Instagram at Level Obsessed Podcast. And there's a link where you could see our website. It'll take you to a link to so listen to us on Popbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and on Friday we always coming up with a new video version of the episode. All right, guys. So all you gotta do is go to Instagram. You look at the link, and the link will guide you to you know whatever platform. Best, yeah, whatever platform best suits you. Okay, and you know just wanna let you guys know we out here leveling up to success. Wanna give you guys a deuces. Deuces, peace. Right. Thank you. Awesome.